1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard A win's a win, but Scotland's victory in the Czech Republic made for tough viewing on the night Aberdeen and Ross County will welcome fans into test events in the Premiership this Saturday And Shane Duffy says he's delighted to finally be a Celtic player after almost signing under Brendan Rodgers I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight, Gordon Diel and Roger Han. And
2: let's not forget, Gordon, Scotland are top Of the Nations League group After that win in the Czech Republic last night Shane Duffy is top of the Twitter trends After finally arriving at Celtic Park And Neil Doncaster's on top of the world He's getting 301 people Into Ross County versus Celtic on Saturday That's 300 County fans And Gordon DL You must be looking
1: forward to it We will build up uh, to your trip to Dingwall later Mm. in the week But uh, all eyes on Scotland last night Gordon A win's a win, like I say, but not always the reaction you expect after getting a victory on the road in international football.
3: A win is a win, any game, Gordon, but I think we'll have a lot of unhappy callers on this show tonight complaining about team selection, tactics, manager, whatever they think of, because performance-wise it wasn't the greatest against a team that weren't in real favourites, a team that had one training session, new manager, new coach, new players, everything, guys that hadn't even had caps. Um, but we're never great when we're the favourites, Gordon. I'm going to cut Scotland a bit of slack. I think when I look at this team and I've looked at managers before and people will have a go at Steve Clark because he is a manager, he picks a team, he picks the tactics. We've had managers before, it just doesn't seem to work. We're a team of individually terrific footballers. As a team, we're not very good.
1: Who takes the blame for that then?
3: I think the players and uh, uh, the players have got to take about responsibility. Of course they have. Now, Steve Clark went with a different formation the other night there. He made five changes, which people don't understand, right? Because of the situation where we are in the football and world, you'll have managers at the top clubs probably having discussions saying, look, I don't want him to be playing two games. Because of the level of his fitness Because obviously the clubs per hour Is first and foremost I know people say well You know he's playing for his, his country But that's the way modern day football works I'm sorry that's what happens um, So he's made five changes Those five changes are still good enough He's you know, he's tweaked the system a little bit again He's trying things But as I say If you look at You look at the 11 that started last night Individually they are all very talented players. We're trying to fit them into a system that is not working for some reason. Because well, the w-
1: manager's got to take the blame for that, then surely.
3: But, but I still think players have got to take more responsibility. I don't see any. Uh, see, we went four, four two last night. It'd probably been the same, Gordon. I just think we're individually good, but team collectively. There's something missing Right 0141
1: What did you make of the game Last night Are you able to take any positives Because we won away from home In the Czech Republic You can't say that very often But It was an experimental Czech Republic side To say the least We were overwhelming favourites It was not a good performance On the night It follows on from Friday's Disappointing result as well So So Talk to us about last night, about the bigger picture. Are Scotland progressing, and what do you make of it? Where are we going wrong? If not, oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. Roger.
2: Well, it's an age-old football argument, Gordon, of performance versus result. Now, Scotland's performances on Friday and Monday were poor. No one can argue with that. Steve Clark couldn't argue with that. And yet, Scotland are now four points from six, the top of the Nations League group. They're five games unbeaten as a team. Heading into a playoff semi final at home to Israel next month. Now, nobody's pretending that we've, you know, swept the floor with the opposition. We've been stylish. We've been, you know, individually excellent. We haven't been, but we've got the result. And the results in football are all that matters. Look at Celtic a couple of weeks ago in the Champions League. Far better team than Ferenc Varos. But despite a, an acceptable performance, they didn't get the result. They're out the Champions League. Football. Is all about results Steve Clark Getting the results People need to get Mm -hmm. Off his back Is the fear though That if you keep Performing like
1: that When it comes to the crunch You won't get the results You might get the result Against the fourth choice Czech Republic side But if you keep that level Of performance up You won't get results In games that matter
2: But the flip side of that is Is that a good team That can get results When they're not playing well Maybe by the time The players get another month under their belts. The English based players start the Premier League championship this weekend. They'll have a month of football under their belts before the Israel return. Uh, another month of football for the for the players up here as well. So maybe they will play better come October, come November as well, when hopefully we'll be in a playoff final. And let's not mention Erling Haaland too loudly at the minute. But um if Scotland can get these results when not playing well, think of what they can do when they do play well.
3: I think the the one thing for clear for me, Gordon is we're better underdogs than we're favourites Every time we look to be odds on favourite And everybody going into that game last night Was thinking This should be a canter This should be 3-0 4-0 away from home Get out of there Three points under the, the belt But unfortunately we lost a goal uh, They showed character I'm trying try to build a case for them They showed mm-hmm. character I thought Dykes' goal was terrific Right, I'll take a positive out of that Was it a penalty kick? For Christie to score the, the one that gets the three points I say no to that Right But sometimes you've got to raise your luck The big debate In this programme Has been for the last few years Robertson and Tierney He left out Tierney A lot of people will disagree with that That's their opinion I just think we're trying ever. What I do What I have learned I think And I think Steve Clark may have learned this as well A back three With McTominay in it At right Centre back Does not work 100% Does not work It's a strange thing that is
2: Because The whole concept Of the Scotland Back three Seemed to be built around the theory It was the best way To accommodate Andy Robertson And Kieran Tierney Scotland won three Consecutive games Playing a flat back four Before these this double header So He changed We all thought So that Tierney could come in At left centre back And Robertson could play Left mm-hmm. wing back Get the two of them In the team And then he sticks With the system but leaves and Tierney out in the second game. I don't, so. I
3: don't. I don't. blame him for the picking the three at the back On Friday night with Tierney in it because I don't think there's any other manager. That would have Tierney and Robertson And decide on Friday night to leave one out They would have found a system And I think that Clark went with a system To get Tierney in at left centre back Where he can play no problem They played very well Friday night Let's be honest about it And he gets Robertson in the team So everybody's happy at that He leaves Tierney out last night As I said There may be discussions that we don't know That goes behind the scenes about Tierney's been out a long time He's back in again He's getting up to full fitness It may just been a case of A a, a chat with manager and And club manager
1: 01419511025 What did you make of the game last night? Are you able to comfort yourself With the notion that A win is a win? Or did you see like many So many disappointing Worrying, frustrating aspects Of the performance That you're a little bit concerned About where we go from here You decide 01419511025 Stevie Clark described it last night As a hiding to nothing against the Czech Republic remember the game was in doubt over the weekend they sent their full squad home called up guys who were nowhere near the squad very little international experience in the group um, but Stevie Clark believes the Scotland players did show a lot of commitment to get the win
4: Listen tonight I think the first thing to start with is the, the Czech Republic pay the co- coach and the, the players for the Czech Republic a big compliment Listen it would have been a fairy tale night for them it Was for us it was it we're all sort of hiding to nothing Everyone told us before the, the start of the game we had to win the game, so we won the game, we take the three points and go home. The reaction to adversity, obviously we see the first goal in the game is not ideal, it gives it gives life to the opposition. After that we reacted well, uh, we scored a fantastic goal, good switch of play, we worked the ball well, pleased to see Lindon get on the score sheet. Second half we, we got one noses in front, again a good switch of play, got Andy in the box, it was a penalty. Uh, Ryan did what he did, so both strikers scored, it's good. I think you've got to look at the the last 15 minutes of the game in a, in a slightly different context. We, we're under the cost. They're, they're, they can throw bodies forward. They've got nothing to lose. We lacked a little bit of quality to get the third on the counter attack, We would have taken... the. The sting out the situation But I have to say The the way we defended Putting the body on the line Getting the blocks in Getting the headers Shows a big commitment From the lads to their country They knew they had to get the result And they did everything to get it
1: So hiding to nothing There clearly was an element Of that last night Roger Let's be honest How often do we go away from home And our strong favourites To win a game We did win it Like we've referenced A couple of times already But that, that also doesn't take away From some of the concerning Aspects of the performance
2: Um I just need to check the paper We did win the game, yeah Yeah. We've won the game Let's be positive I'll give you Some of the papers We do this Three things you learned, Gordon I'll give you three things we learned Mm -hmm. Number one David Marshall is an outstanding goalkeeper At international level Despite not playing for several weeks Mark Weedy was haunting this topic On the show last Wednesday night A lot of debate about whether or not John McLaughlin should play Mark Weedy said no Number one Doesn't deserve to be dropped Seven clean sheets in his last nine games For Wigan before he's moved to Derby Put him in the team they put him on the team, he made a fantastic save at 0-0 against Israel and last night produced a string of tremendous saves. He's nailed mm. on as our number one goalie for mm. a period of time to Is come.
1: it not a concern that he was called into this string of no, that's outstanding, ha- outstanding that's saves? No,
2: in international football. Against fourth string the last opposition? last Scotland went to the Czech Republic, we went without a striker. Now we've come home with one. Lyndon Dykes has shown in the last few days, he can cut it at this level. People said he did really well against Israel But you know what, it doesn't look as if he's going to score a goal Well last night he scored a goal Good ball in by Palmer, it's a good goal It's all a striker can do, get us all in a position Score a goal And the third thing we learned is that Ryan Christie's got the bottle to take these penalties You know he missed a high profile penalty in an old firm game at Celtic Park last season The boy could have hidden away, he doesn't The first guy to look out the ball, put the ball in the spot Put the ball in the back of the net On Friday night and again on Monday these are positives that Steve Clark has to take. We will get better. I think Daz is probably correct. I think club managers would be leaning to say, I don't want my player playing two international games on in the eve of the season kicking off. He's playing play one. So expect Tierney to come back. Expect Forrest to come back. Expect Callum McGregor to come back. Expect, you know, maybe some of the guys who were not in the squad to be fit for the next time. We'll be better in another month. And we've got two, after the Israel playoff, we've got two of these group games at home as well So, you know, I know what you mean about the performance I think the future looks reasonably okay Archie's in Shollins, what do you make of it Archie?
5: Hi, good evening guys Listen guys, this is the way I look at it And it's the way everybody should look at it See nowadays in moral football we the Minos Scotland are a the Minos team, a wee diggy team We are And we've got to face that fact I've never been in any tournament since 1998. That tells you everything. We've got a manager that I think is not. I don't think he's a great international. I know he's just started his career as an international manager, but I wouldn't really think he's put up yet to to get to to become great. But I'll talk talking about the players. We have got some good players, and that's all they are: good players. I mean, if we took on Belgium, Brazil, Germany, Holland, we'd have murdered. Even that Czech, see what was that Czech first team last night? I think we'd have
1: lost 5 mm. or 6-0 to them. Yeah, but it wasn't, Archie, and is that not where the concern comes from? You can call Scotland minnows all you like, and yes, we're well, acutely aware that we've not been to a tournament uh, since France 98, but we played Israel, Israel on Friday night, not the club, not the, the countries that you just rhymed off. And it wasn't the Czech full-strength team, it was the third or fourth uh, string team So w- Whether we're minnows or not Surely there's still room To be better Against this type of opposition
5: Yeah I know what you're saying Yeah, But we haven't got we, Listen We're not good anymore Everyone knows one we, See every team That plays Scotland now I, I can guarantee you They think they can beat us that, was, that would never have happened years and years ago when I was younger because we had great players like Kenny Oakley, Joe Jordan, Billy Demner, well, carry on to all the superstars. Our uh, qualification was fantastic when I was a wee boy and you would qualify for everything watching them. Nowadays, we have to forget that because it's a luxury now. The players we've got nowadays, the boys uh, are much lagging that team off. They've won five games in a row and they've got a play-off match. So we are doing something right. But let's face it, guys, we're never going to do anything. But let's just hope mm. we can beat Israel because that's going to be a really tough game. You've seen us struggling against them already. Uh, I- I'll tell you who we are missing and we're missing them desperately. And so are Celtic. It's Lee Griffiths. If that guy could come back and maybe Lauren Shankland. That's two great strikers we've got, and we'd have something to
1: maybe to brag about then. I take Archie's point. It's always good to have options, but that, that's not where we went no, wrong no, last night. No, no I thought I you've thought. got to praise Lyndon Dykes for his the, the way we defended, the way we failed to control midfield, the way that we offered chance after chance after chance to again or repeat it till we're blown in the face. A fourth string Czech public say that's where fans are getting frustrated. Mm.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I look at, for instance, I'm not getting carried away with Dykes, but the last two games Israel and last night I thought his goal was excellent I really did I, I, Roger and I know what you're saying because there was a lot of people out there saying yeah he played okay against Israel but does he look like he's going to get his goals I thought his goal was terrific great ball in from Palmer uh, and credit to that boy I just think what Archie's saying is we've no right to beat anyone right and he's right we've not qualified and he goes back to these great players like Doug I grew up with the sort of players I played against them I know how good they were so I totally understand that.
1: Very little relevance, though, to where we're actually at in no, these games at the moment.
3: No, but we're a good. If you, what I'm saying is, at that time. The quality of Douglish Douglas had playing with Celtic Liverpool And you'd soon us With Liverpool And stuff like can that Can we try and get away we've, from that Because I
1: honestly don't know How that helps us But
3: we've th- got players What my point is Gordon We've got players That are playing with Manchester United We've got players that are playing And won so much with Celtic mm-hmm. Now we've got very I think very good individual Just now I don't think we've got a system And I totally went with Steve Clark on Friday night And I will not criticise him Because I think 99% of the managers would have done the same Went with Tierney and Robertson Changed the system to back three And I thought Tierney played very well in that But we've not We look at the system last night Without Tierney in the back three We looked all over the place A good team would have, would have Beat us out the park or, there's no doubt we'd have exposed us out the park But we've got good individual players Even if you look at the bench last night There's good quality there we just don't seem to have a system well, that, that to sound, play to that, that sounds
1: slightly problematic then And that, that's an understatement, Roger yeah. um, And that's where the questions are coming from You've done a very admirable job of, of talking us through the positives What about the things that concerned you from last night then? Because there must be some
2: I'm actually concerned the way this conversation's going Because usually you're so positive about the Scotland mm-hmm. national team And I'm the critic But in the last few days look, look at the sort of dynamic of the Scotland team now As you say there has The captain has just won the Champions League the year before And the English Premier League last year We've got guys at Arsenal, Manchester United, Celtic, Rangers We've got guys used to playing at the top level in England and in Scotland They're not mugs, they're good footballers Now in the last few days they haven't really showcased that but we're just at the start of a season Very unusual for international football to come along Before half the players in the team have actually paid, played a club game you know yourself, Dan, from playing It takes you a few games at the start of a season to, just, just to get going again To get the legs going again and, and find a little bit of form So I'd prefer to say My goodness, we we're really lucky to get four points out of six for these two games But I think we'll be better a month down the line And once we are better Let's see where that can take us I would have no fear, Gordon about taking on Israel again at Hamden another month mm. down the line I would have a little bit of fear about going to Oslo to take on Erling Haaland when you see what he did to Northern Ireland last night but but let's get Israel out the way first I think it's a winnable mm. game I think we will win it
1: for what it's worth I wouldn't read too much into the way this conversation's going it's just it's a, a hazard of the role if you two are going to be blindly optimistic it's up to me to put the other side of it across so that's what I uh, Continues to do Since you two seem I mean, to think I'm, It was brilliant last night I
3: didn't say it was brilliant I, I, Gordon I sat and watched the game Like every other Scottish fan Thinking Probably This is rubbish Of course we did But I can understand A lot of it With uh, Well put it this way I, When Gordon Sranachan Left Scotland And we were looking for a manager First pick was Steve Clark Right he's hardly in the door has he made mistakes? Yes, he has Has he had a hard time? Yes, he has yeah. I mean, he There, 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 there is obviously
1: sympathy there Because what a, what a year it's been I mean, such a long way off exactly. d- d- Does does 10 games really I'm not sure 10 games counts as just in the door
3: No, but over the lengthy time I think the period of time going I think well, you said a difficult no, I, yeah, introduction I com- completely to agree But you, a, you would, you would acknowledge
1: that you can't describe 10 games As no, being just in the door
3: I I think if you get 10 games uh, a, a couple of months after a couple of months I think you've got a point but I think over the distance and the time that he's had to get these players work with these players the situation I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm not making excuses I'm trying to just put a point out there I think check the checks right you can talk about how many games you've played I thought the checks last night were absolutely brilliant nothing to lose went out there wanted to show things it happened for them, they got a goal, gave them great confidence. Their defending was Absolute woeful. I can't believe the high line they played in Scotland didn't expose it more. But I just think that I keep getting back to it. I think individually we're good as a team. For some reason, we can't find the chemistry. You, you yeah, but I, I'm not buying it,
1: that for some reason, though. I think we're here to establish you, well, what well, that I'll, reason is.
2: I'll, I'll give you a reason. Do you know, I think it is something to do with the start of the season. Look how poor England were in Iceland on Saturday afternoon, sluggish. Didn't look anything like the England team you have seen in recent times Look at Northern Ireland Losing five at home last night Very unlike them Look at the Republic They did a Shane Duffy goal to rescue a point in Bulgaria And then lose at home to Finland I think all of the nations whose players play in England and Scotland And haven't really got going yet They all looked as if they were suffering They all looked as if they weren't ready for these Nations League games I don't think Scotland are alone And I think Scotland have got lucky That we've managed to get four points Mm. and we're sitting top of the group because it could just as easily have been two defeats and sitting at the bottom of the group.
1: 01419511025. Thanks to Archie. We're going to speak to David in Cumbernauld. He's got some points about Stevie Clark's tactics. We'll hear from him next.
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super
1: Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL Here with me Gordon Duncan As we look back on last night's victory for Scotland In the Czech Republic Let's go straight to David in Cumbernauld What did you make of it David? I think I
6: think um, It wasn't easy to look in the eyes If I'm honest with you uh, To be honest with these guys The back please. No working. If we use that against Israel again, that's it. The chance is gone. I'm I'm twenty nine. I don't remember seeing Scotland in a major tournament and there's nothing I want more than to see my country in a major tournament. I want that with all my heart. It just feels like the the attitude is well, we've we've won the bay for the games. I bet the skin of me teeth. And so we should fix it. It just seems crazy to me That we're not trying to That the attitude's just Not to do anything We nearly lost to a C Slash B list Czech Republic team
1: mm-hmm. Yeah I, I mean it's, it's a f- I think that kind of Sums up a way a lot of Scotland fans are feeling David So let me put it to the guys Did the back three work? Does the back three no. work? Does it look like it's working?
3: No No I think against A good team They would expose you In the flanks They would absolutely Tear you apart uh, Unlike Roger Okay they're still Serbite to beat I wa- and we've still has <laughs> really been but I watched a bit of the Norway game last night and they would have absolutely spanked us they would have no, no doubt about that they would have created chance after chance after chance it's interesting we were talking off there Steve Clark's been known and he got the job because his organisation gone at Kamarnock was brilliant and you've got to say that and give him credit for that and it was two banks before. And as a manager, I know that you've got to adapt nowadays in modern day football. But sometimes you think that's the system I like to play. I think he's maybe hit, he's got to get away from how do I fit all these good players at their clubs into the one team? Square pegs, round holes. How many times I've been said in the last two or three days? So I think what he's got to do is say, you know what, bite the bullet. That's my best goalkeeper. That's my best back four get his midfield and get his front easy to say easy to I say because no, then what, easy, what do you do with Tierney and Roberts because well he's got to make the big de- well he made the decision last night and left Tierney out I wouldn't have done that but he's got to be brave and make the decision because at the end of the day he's playing a three there against two average teams really you come up against a real good side and you play that back three you're going to get skinned Roger
1: does the back three
2: look like
3: it's working no,
2: but I think a lot of people have been wise after the event. I don't think there was many criticised them at quarter to seven on Friday night when we saw the back three. Everybody sort of thought, oh yeah, yep, yeah, that's mm-hmm. listen, that's worth trying. It gets Tierney and Robertson into the team, and yeah, let's have a look at that. Now it hasn't worked. Now we're all talking as if Steve Clark is is going to blindly carry on with this. He's possibly gone back home today and thought, right, I've had a look at yeah. that. That didn't work. Let's go back to a flat back four and let's see what team we can. Yeah. Put in You know We've had a look At Israel on Friday uh, We've had a look At Zahavi scored a terrific goal We've had a look At De Boer who scored against us In the past Over in Israel We know what they're like They're not huge though They're not going to Beat you in the air Tricky in the ground Fast Diminutive Can score goals I see no reason To not go back To a flat back four Andy Robertson Left back Kieran Tierney at Left centre back and play someone mm-hmm. in next to him with Palmer back at right back. So I thought Palmer was, mm-hmm. was solid enough last night He doesn't look like a wing back, looks like a full back y- You make a good case but is,
1: is that in itself a part, part of the concern? We now go into the Israel game not sure what our best system is I think that's what people are complaining about People can accept that you perform but, poorly on the night yeah. And we take all of your mitigating factors in about players being rusty and all the rest of it But we've had 10 games under Stevie Clark We now go into the biggest Scotland game in... How long are we talking Since 2007 maybe Maybe even but more I Maybe even longer And we we now go into that game Without knowing what the best system no, I don't,
3: is I don't know I, I disagree with it. I think he will know I think he's tried but, but, but
1: The I, point I'm making is We're, we're now going to have to Get him play it for the first time Essentially Or play it in the first time well, In a while
3: Well he's played Well in a while But he, he he's played a back four As a Scotland he manager He wanted
1: to go into Next month's game He wanted Probably to play the same his as mind a yeah. bit
3: right But the good thing about this Is Gordon as a manager He's, he's, he's played it in Friday Now the very easiest thing in the world to do Was to say That didn't really work for me on Friday I'm going to change it Monday But he decided to go with it Monday again last night Now I think he's away And he's thought to himself That's certainly not worked So there's no point going next month And thinking well I'll try it again He'll probably think my best system As a Scotland manager That I've been more comfortable with Has been the goalkeeper in the back four Mm-hmm. And I will be very surprised If he pitches but up I, at half. I Andrew think that, that
2: International football Even more than club football you, you need to have a flexibility In terms of your formations Now we talk about Oh we need to get Robertson And Tierney into the same team Till Friday night That option had never been open To yeah. Steve Clark, and, and the 9 or 10 games prior to that Tierney had never been available So we could sit here and say Let's play a four three three With Callum McGregor sitting Just in front of the two centre and a What happens if Callum McGregor's not available for the games next month Or we need to go two up top We need to go both Dykes and Christie as a pairing What happens if one of them is not available We've come into these games No Griffiths, no Shanklin, no Naismith No Fletcher, no this one, no that one International football is strange and, and I think Steve Clark has been right To have a look at this back three In these two games He's probably now put a big red cross through it We're not going to use that again lads Back to a flat back four But he can only look and see Prior to the Israel game Where the players who are available to him at that stage
1: David, is it the back three that's the problem for you? Is it the personnel in the team? What would you suggest is, is done differently next time? Well,
6: for me If it wasn't for two penalties it would have been one point That's the problem Now, I I'll, I'll love the wee boy up the front He's doing absolutely... Amazing Shiffres London Dykes There's nothing you can say Against him The problem is The pre- the midfielders Are not getting that Penetration To get the ball Into him I think it was maybe Once or twice I've seen a nice wee ball Put into him And if you don't Get London Dykes Or any other striker A ball They can't
5: score
1: mm. Yeah I mean he, he did last night And we will get on to him Because it's important that There are, there are always positives There's no point in Pretending otherwise We're going to hear from Lyndon Dykes I think he was undeniably a positive David says, you know, the midfield, Gordon mm. The creativity, we keep banging on About how strong our midfield options are Didn't look particularly strong Friday, last, Monday
3: Yeah, last two games uh, We've always said that that's our best part of our, our team As a middle of park And the options we've got in there And the quality We five changes in that team last night You look at the middle part, park McLean come in Fleck come in uh, Armstrong come in um, You know You're looking and thinking pff, Not one of them really Set the heather on fire If if you know what I mean Gordon I think over a piece Our midfield hasn't They've, they've not really Had a pattern w- What they're doing Ryan Jack played On in, in Friday night With McGregor in there as well We're trying things We're experimenting In the middle of the park as well Changing personnel Just now it just doesn't seem to be working
1: What a split on Super Scoreboard Twitter At Clyde SSB So many different opinions Ben Kavanagh says it's time for Steve Clark to go His style of football doesn't work for internationals How many good performances have Scotland had under him? Erling Haaland against this team will have a field day But Gary Robertson says Steve Clark is right A win's a win In five years time the result will show Scotland won 2-1 away from home Take the result and move on Uh, Let's bring in George in Wiltshire And see what he made of it Hi George
7: Hi there guys. Um yeah, um I got to admit, the, these two games I did feel very, very frustrated um watching uh us against Israel and then the Czech Republic for different reasons. It was it was like the setup and the whole mentality was too defensive, certainly against Israel. I just felt that we gave them more respect, and we lack belief. Now, whether that was down to personnel selection, uh, certain, uh, and down to certain key members being injured, like Shanklin, etc., I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, we defend... In both games, it just seemed we defended too deep. Um, we play, uh, you know, in past in past internationals. When we defend quite high up, and we're pressing against the opposition, then that's when we create chances. And you know, you you look back at, you know, when uh, I remember when we played England. I think it was uh, at uh, at Hamden, and uh, you know, we were under the course for most of the game, and then we suddenly woke up pressed them high up the pitch and we nearly won 2-1 and unfortunately Keane scored an equaliser. That campaign in 2007-8 when we were up against France, Ukraine and Italy when we started pressing quite high up and taking the game to them. We had the personnel, the attacking personnel in our midfield to supply to the strikers and boom you know, I remember the first four games in that campaign, we got 12 points. That's the sort of style we need to play. Now, there is the question of the personnel and as I say, you know, the likes of Shanklin was injured but I'm just thinking like our defence and um, Her defense was letting base, you know, making basic mistakes. And I'm thinking, are there any other defenders that are on the radar that are not Mm -hmm. given a chance? I was reading about Jason Keros Johnson, right, and how he's building up quite a reputation. I think he's a defender, a central defender, or something like that. Um, again. You know he's one of the, well, he seems to be one of these players that you know isn't afraid to go and attack the ball, clear it. You watch these two games that we've just played, and yes, it's great to get a result against the Czechs, regardless of who they put out. But against Israel again, you know we are been a wee bit too flat-footed, you know, not attacking, you know, from quite, you know, we're digging in. Far too deep. We've been defending uh, quite high up the pitch and taking the game to Israel. And I'm just thinking: Have we? Has Steve Clark, uh, you know, really scoured for attack-minded defenders? You know, that can complement our strong midfield, as you say. And have, has he scoured? You know, enough attacking personnel Because yes, it's great to have London Dykes When Shanklin's, uh, you know, fully fit I'd love to see the
1: two of them work in unison but Yeah, I mean, George George is highlighting one of the difficulties About international football, Roger There's not this magic untapped pool of, of brilliant Scottish players out there You know, we, we would have heard of them You maybe get the odd one that you think is worth a call-up But by and large, we're going into the Israel game With that group Maybe Stephen Naismith comes back in Maybe Lauren Shankler comes back in But by and large We we go with that group And I wonder if That's the bit that's got people questioning This this tweet kind of links in nicely To what George says John Webster says Do the panellists believe That after 10 games The manager knows his best 11 Best shape, system and structure And if not Is that acceptable?
2: Um, Is that acceptable? Well I mean We're sitting here Off air Is that
1: a no then? Sorry So you don't think he does know the best 11 or shape at the moment.
2: I was about to say I don't think anybody does because that is just the nature of international football. I'm quite sure Gareth Southgate doesn't know his best England 11. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Ian Baraclough certainly wouldn't know his best Northern Ireland 11. Will Stephen Kenny know his best Republic 11? I very much doubt it. That is the way international football is. You very seldom get the opportunity to pick the same 11. There's not. You know There's now a month To the next game Who's to say what personnel Is going to be available To him down the line When people George,
1: say that though Do they not mean you know? Given if, if everyone was available Would Stevie Clark Know which 11 He wanted to choose
3: I don't think he would Gone but Where I think He should know Is his best shape I think that Over a piece And especially Over the last two games He should know His best shape Now George is on there Talking about Are there not any Other defenders there You think about this Right In the back three For instance And put Kieran then involved in that as a four as well You've got Liam Cooper That everybody talks about The captain of Leeds Who plays in the opening game Against Liverpool at Anfield this weekend In the Premiership You've got McTominay playing for one of the biggest clubs in the world You've got McKenna Aberdeen That people were talking Counting for two, three million pounds More than that More than that, right? So as much as you're saying well you're talking about lads at in Johnston, Lawrence Shanger I've got to say the one success over the two games I've really liked is the lad Dites because I sort of I doubted him I've got to be honest but I think over two games and I'm not getting carried away because it wasn't mm-hmm. the greatest opposition but the boy went in there done a great job uh, Friday got his goal it will give him great confidence for Monday going back to the question if Steve Clark doesn't know his best shape just now then I would say like a lot of some of the Scottish fans well he shouldn't be on the job. He's best of living I don't think he does. All right,
1: thank you very much that was George uh, in Wiltshire in fact just quickly because George made a couple of decent points what about the other one Roger because you're bound to get bogged down at times with with systems and and personnel just on a kind of even more basic football viewing experience. Did, did we do the, the free stuff, as they call it, enough? Were, were, we, were we getting about the place? Were we getting in people's faces? It seems there was a lot about the performance that frustrated people.
2: Yeah, and, and listen, you could tell by the post match interviews with some of the players, the captain, Andy Robertson in particular. Steve Clark has clearly been putting that siege mentality into the players. Oh you know They were getting loads of criticism After the Israel game Oh they're all out to get you Oh you know The bad media The bad media um, I think you'll find It's the fans Rather than The media Who are being critical Of this team I think the media Understand the limitations Of the squad They understand The limitations That Steve Clark faces In terms of Looking for other players He's one to watch That Lyndon Dykes Has declared for Scotland And hasn't gone to Australia Otherwise that would be Another problem We would have to solve But he can't just find another player from somewhere Every time there's a an international gathering What should be the supply line for the Scotland team? The under-21s, Gordon under-21s are playing in Lithuania this afternoon Now, who among that under-21 team Is ready to come into Scotland's senior team? I would suggest... Probably none of them in the Roger, what, what sums of David
1: field? Turnbull, Lewis Ferguson well, David, into the strongest area of the pitcher, wouldn't
2: it? Yeah. I well I can't say David Turnbull first of all is going to need to get into the Celtic team ahead of the Callum McGregor's and the Ryan Christie's before he can get into the Scotland team ahead of the Callum they McGregor's. They won one 0 by the way, Alan Campbell scored a late winner.
3: Good. Well done, young man. Well I think the biggest problem last night, and you can talk about a million things, you look at the goal, for instance, we gave away the basic basic football for, for good quality players, and that's what I'm saying. Um, McLean gives a ball away We don't track runners We don't communicate He gets in too easy We ball watch Players at that level Ball watching That, that summed our game up Last
1: night who, Who's I don't think we need to pick One person And, and blame them as such But you know Between McTominay and, and Palmer who, who does what Wrong there Because it, it wasn't A particularly strong Area for us
3: Well I I, I was listening to Some of the panellists Last night And they were sort of Giving Palmer I think a player of McTominay's quality Any player You've got to make sure you know where the runner is I thought he was ball watching I thought his body position was woeful And as much as people were saying Well Palmer should have communicated And if he communicated with him He could have turned he's a He's playing with a massive club He should know where the runner is Gordon You don't get beat with that ball And he's standing square on that's, uh, or, that's or, do, boys or, defending
1: Or do you if you're a midfielder Playing in defence well, Roger listen, How much it, sympathy it, goes
2: it, to him It's down to risk and reward isn't it There's a risk in playing Scott McTominay in there He's not used to playing there He has played there for Manchester United But not very often I think he started 27 games for United In the Premier League last season Maybe one or two of them would be at the back Um Liam Palmer is a fullback Not a wingback He's a fullback So that's something different for him So when you try these things And you try the three at the back the a wingback Yeah So when you, you try but these things Forget about that Because
3: okay, Robertson has you, been Absolutely yeah. woeful
2: Albeit he won the penalty And albeit Palmer created a goal From those wide areas last night Great delivery wasn't it? It was a terrific ball And, and Liam Dykes made it and he, uh, Sorry Big Dykes made it An even better ball Linden Dykes With with, the run across The near post And a a really good finish Into the roof of the net But when you go With that team And you ask Palmer Just to edge up one And ask Robertson To edge up one And you ask McTominay To go into Mm -hmm. an alien area You do so knowing that Sometimes they could be Caught out They were caught out McTominay was caught out As well with a ball Over his head Against Israel Mm -hmm. Early on on Friday And get you know, Bailed out by a great save By David Marshall So do we so need to stop asking them To do these things then? I think for now McTominay's 23 years of age He's only played a dozen Or 13 international games He hasn't played much For United at the back I'm not saying This isn't something That Scott McTominay Could come back to In two years Or three years Or four years The here and now I don't think he's ready To play international centre back
1: Good time to get your call in 0141 951 1025 We're going to get the travel And we'll hear from the captain Andy Robertson next
0: 0141 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Roger Johanna and Gordon DL here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard On the Scotland game last night We are on the phones and Twitter Tommy Boyle says Only in Scotland After we win a game There's always negativity Normally when a team plays bad And wins it's a good thing Stevie Clark's a good boss We're lucky to have him uh, Says Tommy Boyle But like I mentioned earlier There's uh, a bit of a, a split On Twitter Lots of people weren't Particularly happy uh, With the performance Over the weekend uh, Some of them are, are worded In a way that I can't really read out On a, on mm-hmm. a family show As well So I'm just trying to um just trying to find the, the PG ones Gav Johnson says Play four four two. Robertson and Tierney On the left Both uh, let them run riot Up the left hand side uh, I think that's actually a similar point Barry and Govan wants to make Barry what have you got for us? Hi
8: guys how are you? Is alright? Yep all
1: Hi, good Barry. to you Hi. Uh, so basically
8: I, I just think Over the f- past 5-6 games He's been trying different Sort of systems to Try and fit certain players into the team But I just think going into this Israel game, there's there's too much now for us to be trying to fit people in. I think with the players we've got, Premier League players, Celtic, Rangers, they're all experienced. They all know how to play four four two. They all know how to play a four five one, or even the just sit one in behind the striker and go with a diamond in the middle. Everybody in that team is more than capable of playing that position. There'll be no doubts about it. There's no ifs or buts or questions in people's mind about what they should be doing. Everyone in that team Should be able to play that And I just think You should just go back to basics And, and play that simple formation and, Against Israel
3: well, well I think Sorry Gordon, I think Barry To be honest with you If you ask any coach At any level The easiest system to coach Is two banks of four Now if you look at Any team Great or indifferent Whatever it may be And they've got a system And they get down to ten men What's the first thing they do Two banks of four Because right. everybody knows How to play two banks of four so you I do, think You, you, you keep 2 on. Yeah I do Sometimes yeah, Sometimes <laughs> I mean, You're depending. a player setting off You always kept tour, but four, I three, was 2 an, I was a very
1: attacking but uh-huh. Barry, I mean, how, Barry how do you uh, I imagine the reason That has been done Is to try and fit Some of these midfielders in Because we've got So many of them So how do you get around that
8: That's the thing He's, he's trying that way, With midfielders And also he's got that debate About Tierney and Robertson For me Tierney is a fullback. Robertson's a fullback. None of them are wingers None of them are centre-halves So I think You've either got to play One right back And one left back Or just play one of them On the left It's causing too much An issue And too much of a debate
2: England did it At the weekend With absolutely no issue Whatsoever Barry Didn't have a fit left back In the squad Had three right backs Just played Kieran Trippier On the left Nobody said anything about it He just got Mm -hmm. on Played it Mm -hmm. Won the game Came off again don't see why Scotland don't do it They could quite easily play It doesn't need to be Tierney Tierney Tierney's played right back For Scotland before It doesn't need to be him okay. Robertson's the captain More senior player More experienced player Play Tierney in his normal position And try Robertson at right back
8: See that's the thing though like, Why is it such a debate? Why do you need to fit the two of them in? I'm a Celtic fan I would love nothing more Than to see the both of them playing The both of them are Celtic fans as well I've nothing against any of them but you, you look on the bench as well. You've got plenty of players on the bench. Stuart Armstrong kind of getting into the team as well. You've just got to make that decision, I think, whether it's either one or the other.
3: It's a good point Barry uh, And it's a very easy decision to make If you're not the Scotland manager Yeah, because Cause you've cause not let, got, let's,
1: yeah. let's do this hypothetically then Having had a look at them both on Friday mm-hmm. right? If you then followed Barry got in touch with Stevie Clark And convinced him that you only have to pick one of them last night Having seen them both play on Friday Which one would you have picked?
3: I'd have picked Kieran Tierney all day
2: so long So
1: you drop your captain and oh. Champions League And English yeah. Premier so League you, winner yeah.
2: You wouldn't have got that penalty to win the game last night uh, oh. Well you don't,
3: you don't know if Kieran uh, Tierney didn't even score last night He could have He could have created I think Robertson
1: And let's face it
3: They're not dropping
1: a, Andy Robertson though are you? I'm not, right, f- Rightly or wrongly f- You're not dropping him
3: He's a fantastic football player But I don't think that The system's even suiting him Because I think he is A total fullback Now people Sometimes think Well hold on a minute He can play one up Or he can play as a wing back it's completely different. It's different positions. We have Mark Wilson in here who made a career out playing it at full back and he'll tell you it's it's completely different. You've there's some it's like Tavernier's a big one as well. You've got to see the full pitch in front of you to time and your run runs. from deep. Run from deep That's where your timing Comes from Gordon That's why you're a good player Let's hear
1: from Andy Robertson He says it's only natural There'll be teething problems When trying out a new system He says it's time for everyone To rally round the national team Going into that playoff semi-final
9: Yeah look It's a a new system Under this manager You know We've we've tried to work hard In a week But you know Some people expect it Just to click overnight You know It doesn't happen like that Um, You know I think You could see There was a couple of Teething problems on Friday And you know We tried to sort them um, Today And yeah At times we looked A bit uncomfortable today but I thought overall we've looked probably more solid defensively in the last two games than we have you know in the last couple so look let's take positives you know and now we're going into the biggest game of you know you know Scotland's you know for a long, long time, we're going into a playoff where it's a one-off. So, you know, let's get the country all behind us and let's everyone push forward for to try and get us into the Euros because that's been the aim since since we started this Nations League three years ago or two years ago, whatever it was. So, like, we need everyone behind us. We need the positivity behind us. We need everyone pushing us and hoping we do well. And and if we do that, then hopefully we can react on the pitch. But like I said, five unbeaten, we have to take positives. And and now we look forward to a big October because um, it's make or break.
1: Focus on the positives. Get everyone rallied round Barry. At- I certainly love the sound of it I think it's true It's obviously what we need You'll have spoken to pals Barry You might see social media Do you feel like that's something That that, that can happen ahead of the, the big Israel game next month?
8: See, they're, they're not making it easy For us to get To get rallying round them um, Last night was hard to watch I thought the Israel game Was the same um, I just I don't know what it is It's making us no click I just think there's too much Focus on Trying to fit too many players Into this system We just need to roll it back To basics but just on the tier and in the, the Robertson debate though, I think Robertson's got the upper hand because of the captaincy
0: as well.
1: Fair point, thank you very much to Barry and Governor I think we'll leave it there.
0: Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish uk slash football
1: Good debate this tonight Keep it coming But let's play Beat the Pundit first 01419511025 You call up You take the mickey out of Gordon DL or Roger Hanna And you win a signed ball It's that simple So if you fancy it Give us a call And do it quickly The lines close at 7
0: Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Played one super scoreboard
1: Gordon DL and Roger Hanna here with me Gordon Duncan on tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard There's so much reaction coming into the Scotland game so we'll keep it going Try and let as many of you have your say as possible But there are other big stories doing the rounds today Fans will be allowed inside stadia this weekend in the Premiership Uh, Ross County at home to Celtic (laughs) and Aberdeen at home to Comarnock What are your thoughts on that 01419511025 And actually hold everything else, I hope you're holding the back page for tomorrow Roger Because... There's a scandal, a, a true Scottish football scandal brewing in the Brecon City. Have appointed a new assistant manager. Mark Wilson has gone for Simon Donnelly as his assistant manager, which means he's overlooked Gordon DL No, he's never overlooked me. I knocked it back. And I just wonder if that's going to, is that going to cause problems in here on a Thursday I th- night? I or? think,
2: I think, given Daz's level of experience in the game, Daz is now more of a sort of consultancy role right. rather than rather than number two anywhere. Well, so, um, say, is that the official line You didn't want it Is that is that what you're telling
3: us Well I'll tell you what We'll wait to Thursday Because When he was On his backside I gave him a start To Airdrie And helped him So we'll wait and see What he has to say It'll be interesting it Doesn't Thursday sound now. like a guy my, You didn't want my, it Roger. My personal
2: opinion is does it, You know what Daz's geography is like mm. And I think He was interested in it Until he realised Where breaking actually played which Rod, is in
3: Brecon Roger Even where the train is too far away from me mm. Well funnily enough I was actually
1: going to get Your thoughts Gordon DL On uh, Mason Greenwood And Phil Foden But I want to keep my job So I think we'll play this first
0: Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: Beat the pundit time Enough of that Back to the series stuff Let's meet tonight's contestant Or, or hear them certainly Sean is in Paisley A St Mirren fan How's it going Sean? No bad thanks are you well? Yeah, I'm good, right? What about the Saints? How are they going this season? International break coming? Good time, bad time? Eh, not too bad, I think. it a good season so far. Yeah, not too bad, aren't they, Roger?
2: Where are you? The, you're not there this weekend, are you? No, no, I'm not. I've got uh, Livingston versus Hamilton mm-hmm. this weekend. I've yet to see St and one of the few teams I haven't seen this season. I'm looking forward to seeing them, Sean, because, um, look, other than a poor performance at Perth last time out, they had started very brightly. I think in my Super Scoreboard predictions, I took them to finish. Top 6 So I did 6th place
1: I tipped them 4 So fingers crossed Time will tell Sean is going to face Either Roger or Gordon Let's toss the coin heads It's Roger, tails It's Gordon And it's tails Gordon up against Sean In Paisley So I'll give you some Clyde 2 To listen to Gordon Just so that you don't know What Sean's saying And the scenario is this Sean, very simple 30 seconds Answer as many right as you can And if you don't know it Pass it and we'll move on To the next one, okay? Good man, 30 seconds, your time starts now. Who's higher in the FIFA World Rankings, Israel or Czech Republic? Czech Republic. Which Celtic player scored for Norway last night? Ayer. Uh, Ryan Fraser signed for which English side? Uh, Newcastle. Who scored for Hearts in the 2019 Scottish Cup final against Celtic? Uh, Bas. Which side did Liam Cooper start his career with? Uh, Leeds. In what year did St Johnston win the Scottish Cup? Twenty seventeen. In what year uh, who is the assistant manager of Rangers? Uh Pass. Go on, just guess a name. Uh Pass, I don't know. Right, okay, I'll come back to you. Right, Gordon D. L, you got us? Yeah, got you. Same set of questions to you. Ready? Yeah. <sighs> Who's higher in the FIFA World Rankings, Israel or Czech Republic? Czech Republic. Which Celtic player scored for Norway last night?
3: Uh Ellian
1: Ryan Fraser has signed for which English Newcastle. side? Who scored for Hearts in the 2019 Scottish Cup final against Celtic? Uh, no idea. Which side did Liam Cooper start his career with? Doncaster. In what year did St Johnston win the Scottish Cup? Uh, Twelve. <laughs> Twelve? Who is the assistant manager of Rangers?
3: Uh, Beal. <laughs> oh,
1: that could be one of the worst
3: Oh, yet. Gary McAllister! <laughs>
1: that could be one of the worst yet. Oh, magnificently bad. Right, uh, <laughs> Sean, what do you think? I don't know Uh, Uh, Tell me you're Gary Gary McAllister
0: McAllister. (laughs) I can't
1: believe that Uh, Right first one Who's higher in the FIFA World Rankings Israel or Czech Republic It's not even close It's uh, Czech Republic by quite some distance They're 45th Israel or 93rd Um, The version we played last night Might not be 45th But there we go Um, one all. You both get that which Celtic player Scored for Norway Last night Ryan rolled the dice Went Christopher Iyer But it was the other one It was uh, Mohamed Yunusi. So Gordon goes 2-1 In front Ryan Fraser Has signed for Newcastle You both got it 3-2 Good game at this point Oh God! Man. Uh, who scored for Hearts In the 2019 Scottish Cup final You, you were there I think Yes You were there did you, did you I, I was alongside you I told you It was against Celtic
3: Oh did you uh, I still don't know
1: Ryan Edwards. It's quite a tough one, that. I wouldn't have got. Ryan it. Edwards. Uh, where did Liam Cooper start his career? Hull City. It's Hull. I'm just interested in the thought process because yeah, you can always get it wrong, but Doncaster. I'm quite near Leeds. That's
3: not good, not like effort. That. good effort. It was a good effort. When did when, when did the uh, Sean you go? You just for? said Leeds. He started his career uh, yeah. at Leeds Which is, I think is better great, than, uh, great effort It's better than <laughs> see, see if I lose with Gary McAllister I'm out
1: of here uh, In what year did St Johnston Win the Scottish Cup It was not 12 Whatever that meant um,
3: 2012 It's 2014 Oh I was unlucky Where did Sean go
1: he got it wrong as well. Oh, he's so, got McAllister. He's a terrible player. What, what, we, oh, what was the score at the minute? It's three, three-two. Going into the last uh, question, no, who no. is the assistant manager no. of Rangers? If Gordon gets it, Wait, he, <laughs> he wins.
2: Can, 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 I think we need to clarify. When you say Beal, I mean you mean Pete Beal, Cathy yeah, Beal, yeah, Ian Beal, Michael
1: Beal. It doesn't matter because it's Gary McAllister. The answer is Gary McAllister. You said Beal
3: inexplicably. I don't know what I come out of there. I don't know what I was even thinking. You know Gary sh- McAllister's the easiest answer in the world. You
1: know what Sean said, don't you? What? Gary McAllister. He passed it.
0: No. No. I can't believe it.
1: it makes That's me sick. the
0: best victory I've ever had. Sick
1: to my stomach. Oh, <laughs> now,
2: now, can we just get back to the top of the show when I opened the discussion about performance versus results? Uh-huh. And 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 look at Gordon Dale's face. Whoa. So Gordon is to beat the pundit what Scotland were to international football Sean, last night. Hundred percent.
3: You are my hero. Honestly, you have saved me, Sean. Sean. <laughs> Sean. Please tell us your second name, your address, so everybody knows how bad you
1: were. <laughs> Good man. That was Sean and Paisley, who actually wasn't that bad, but he was just a little bit worse than you. Thank you, Sean. Uh, thanks for giving it a go. Look at oh, honestly, Roger. It makes you sick.
3: It really does. By the way I let him off the hook I was hoping for it What was the tiebreaker question?
1: Well, I'm not going to say it Because we just Save it and use it For another time You don't think we write A new tiebreaker every night When yeah. it doesn't get used Freshen
3: it, it up Gordon Freshen
2: it up Can we get Steve Clark on the phone And ask him for his thoughts On Gordon's who, performance Who won last night? Um, I can't remember I must her
1: Hugh how bad is that? I can't remember. Oh, I'm turning
3: into you. That's terrible because obviously mm-hmm. the pundits had a bad week, but I've started. No, I think off. they won. I
1: think they did win oh, last night. We're the flying, pundits, yeah. Roger, worth flying.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, I just will give you
1: something to talk about all the way to Dingwall Suddenly, his his, mem- his memory, the way he recalls names, everything about it. He was telling me he's been getting down with the kids and trying to listen to some modern music, uh, Roger. He was telling me this afternoon uh, that he's he's a big fan of I uh, I st- <laughs> can't even say it. He's a big fan of Stormy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't see
3: anything don't
1: know, oh, you, There's a rogue Zed that you've missed out. He's known to everybody else as Stormzy, Stormzy. You right. were telling me all about Stormy oh, earlier. Sorry, on
3: yeah, he's good. Is, at least you've moved on from Joe Longthorn. Yeah, only because Rest he's in peace. Stormy's. Uh, my favourite ones punter is the the, the female girl now. Uh, what do you call her? She was. Oh,
1: like, let's just forget this conversation. I don't want to know where this Stormzy's is going. Stormy's
3: girlfriend, ex. Lovely
1: Right, okay Stormy Uh, 01419511025 That's the number you need At Clyde SSB On Twitter As well I'm I'm very keen to get your thoughts On these test events We're going to have two of them It's light at the end of the tunnel We're getting some fans back in Aberdeen, Kilmarnock And Ross County against Celtic What do you make of that news today? uh, 01419511025 I do want to let a few more of you Have your say on Scotland though Because it's only fair When so many are getting in touch Let's hear from Lyndon Dykes Shall we He says he was delighted With his first International goal He says the most important thing Was the win And he believes the experience Will make him A better player
9: I think it was A, a tough game um, It was hard conditions Obviously what happened Before the game But in the end uh, We got the three points So you couldn't ask For anything more uh, Obviously It's good for a striker To get off the mark And um, so uh, it was good to, con- to uh, contribute to the to the two one win, um, but in the end it was just just to get that victory for the boys and uh, um, three three points and back to Scotland. Uh, it's obviously obviously gave me confidence as well. Now I'm at QPR, the season starts um, the week coming, so I'm going to go into the season with the confidence. But I've really enjoyed my time. Obviously this is my first uh, international with Scotland, and I've enjoyed every minute. And the boys are great, the managers great, and. Um, Hopefully there's many more to come.
1: Is he the po- the positive over the, the double header?
3: I think so. Um, I think that um, he's taking his chance for the next game, obviously, because the big question was, can he lead the line? And I thought the boy worked away brilliantly on Friday night. It's a hard task up there yourself. You've got to get the, the right kind of service. I don't think that was happening. And then, obviously, he comes off and everybody talks about how well he performed. And I think they were correct in saying that about him. And then you're thinking, right, okay, you've got to add something. The biggest thing in international football is if you're a centre-forward, get yourself a goal. His confidence it gives you is unbelievable. And I've got to say, I thought his his goal last night, his movement, all comes from the quality of the ball Mm -hmm. from Palmer, but his movement was brilliant. And it's a real top-class finish for me oh, i will be
2: fascinated to see how he gets on doing at QPR It's a big investment In the two million £2 million Four-year contract Mark Warburton clearly has confidence in him And having watched his two performances I think Mark Warburton will be rubbing his hands To get Lyndon Dykes into that championship I think they kick off Saturday Against Nottingham Forest It's a kind of unforgiving league That 46 mm-hmm. games Two mm-hmm. games a week You throw in all the Everything else that you do It'll be a big shift for Lyndon Dykes But um Hopefully From a Scotland perspective He does well
1: Yeah and If you know, if he was the The main positive If you like You have to Give praise to, to Liam Palmer For the delivery Was it Andy Robertson That made it before that yeah. Sort of cutting in And clipping yeah. the ball out to, to Liam Palmer Yeah it's a shame We didn't see more of it But That was a, a Job well done on that Occasion
2: Yeah and it's funny For all the criticism Of the back three The, the two wing backs Played roles In the goals yep. It was Liam Palmer's Ball into Dykes For the first Andy Robertson Wins the penalty For the second So there are Elements of it That actually worked In Scotland's favour But I tend to agree It probably will need To go back The to thing floor.
3: I liked About it Roger Was if you see Prior to it Palmer again Down the right hand side Plays a terrific Ball across And there was no takers And I think it ended up at The back post With Christie Trying to yep. s- score For a cute angle I think as a good striker And someone That that You know Is educating himself In the game He sees Palmer again In that position And he's thinking I'm ready for this If he puts the same ball in here I'm going to attack it And he got his reward for it
1: Given that The What's the exact date Of the real game again Roger? October the 8th Right so it's essentially what's well, exactly a month It's a month today
2: Yeah it's a Thursday night Dancing so, the
1: mushroom So Lee Griffiths isn't playing for Celtic at the moment Lauren Shankland has been injured Stephen Naismith's season doesn't start up again And he's injured um, Until October So unless something happens to, to Lyndon Dykes Between now and a month's time Is is he the man then? Does he lead the line yeah, in that, I, in that I, big game? I think
2: game? he is He was replaced when he tired on Friday night by Ollie Bark. He was replaced um, when he got that little knock in his lower back By Callum Patterson last night um, I mean, Ollie McBurney would be the obvious well, I one ju- I- to come back in I was just about to say And I'm pretty sure he will come back into the squad um, Whether or not he ousts Lyndon Dykes from the starting role I think would have to be debatable I'm pretty sure he'll come back into the squad Other than that though I mean one of the callers, I think it was George earlier on Was asking Has Steve Clark looked everywhere for defenders and strikers The answer is yes of course he has That This is the pool that we're having to work with at the minute It would be great if For argument's sake Stephen Fletcher Suddenly said he wanted To play again And Phil Bardsley Suddenly said he wanted To play again And Robert Snodgrass Suddenly said he wanted To play again That's not going to happen though. So Steve Clark Just has to Stride on With the players he's got The one addition We mentioned a couple Of names earlier on The one other addition Would be He was mentioned In Beat the Pundit Ryan Fraser If in a month's time Having signed mm-hmm. his deal With Newcastle Five year deal within than a month's time He might be ready To be added With McBurney To the squad Did he do enough To keep his place Gordon
3: Dex 100% for me I know that you can argue about the opposition, but that's not his problem. He's there to lead the line. It's a very difficult job when you're up there on your own. Um, and to get a goal just gives him the confidence, of course. And as, as much as there'll be a debate, is McBurney a better player in Dykes? Everybody will have their own opinion on that. My opinion, simple. Play the guy that played well mm-hmm. the, the last time and scored the goal. And some,
2: um, sometimes that, that a player... Of Dykes' stature can upset international defenders. Look at Wales. Wales are now really good runners now under Ryan Giggs. And part of the thing that's worked for them is they've got a big centre forward in Kiefer Moore. Now, he doesn't have a great CV. He's just gone from Wigan to Cardiff. He's bounced about the lower leagues. But he's a guy like Dykes. He's big, he's strong, he holds it up, and he brings better players into the game with him. He allows Wales to get their better players going forward. And I think Dykes, as well as scoring, has that ability to hold up and bring the better players around them into the game.
1: Andrew Somerville says, pleased for Dykes, um, but we were awful to watch. McTominay at centre back, come on. He's not happy with McKenna. He says, what about Gallagher at Motherwell? Tierney uh, should have been in the back three. That's the take of Andrew. Let's bring in Stephen in the noon. What jumped out for you last night, Stephen? I'd say, then. Yeah, good thing. Bear with me, it's been a long
10: time since I phoned you up. I think the last time my phoned Derek Johnson was on the show. <laughs> it's
1: good to have you, don't you worry. You've got as much time as you need within reason.
10: And what it was, I only saw the highlights last night, uh, and and on Friday night as well on BBC. Now, either BBC are only saw in the worst of Scotland, or uh, what I saw was 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 awful. It was like watching schoolboy football and the schoolboy mistakes. Uh, the passing, the defence was I don't know, it was atrocious. One of the boys were
1: thinking about How did we use the ball last night I
3: I did say that You could talk about Formations Personnel all day long But The the rule of football is simple Basic start um, You've got to get them right I didn't think we were great at that I thought Our passing wasn't that good Although that You can argue the balls in From Palmer and the right The two were Terrific balls But take that out of the equation I don't think it was good I don't think we played the game At a, a very good pace And if you look at the way They played They were so high up I think we with players With experience And you know The education That these players have got They should have been able To hurt the cheques In behind all day long with, the, with one ball I don't think We closed down Particularly well I just thought We got the basics wrong Gordon That's why I think We struggled
1: Yeah I think Roger I think we talked about this At one of the breaks There was The the big picture stuff, the kind of serious stuff The stuff that you analyse going forward About shapes and and systems and and personnel and all the rest of it But it was just a very bitty game People were even frustrated We seemed to give away a lot of daft free kicks in areas That we shouldn't have when we were up against it
2: Again, I'll say it again It's a bitty game that we won And at the end we could have been out of sight Before that late fright You know, Callum Patterson should have hit the target When he was put through There, There was a run through late on that Ryan Christie Just sort of ran out of steam When he could have played in Callum McGregor So we did have chances as well It wasn't just a siege In front of David Marshall's goal Um, We've won the game While playing poorly Mm -hmm. we managed to get a point Against Israel While playing poorly So I tend to Go with a maxim that If you're getting results When you're playing poorly Once you start playing well Things should be okay So Thursday October the 8th Mark it in the calendar It's a huge game It is Scotland's Biggest game for a dozen years or so, as you see, Gordon. When we that Italy game at Hamden, two, late two thousand and seven, wasn't it? Chance to get to Euro two thousand and eight. This is as close as we've been to our finals since that Italy game. We're at home against Israel, a team who have failed to win twice at Hamden in the last year or so. No reason to believe they're going to come and win at Hamden next month. So let's trust in Steve Clark. Let's trust in the players, and let's get to this final in November.
1: Do you buy into that Stephen Is it a case of You know If we've won When we're playing poorly Then things will get better Or Are you more concerned That you're not seeing The signs that we're going to improve We're not seeing the signs We've got some really good players In that midfield And uh, What is it Is it doing
10: it Because they've not <clears throat> Played a lot of games so far Or what But they just don't seem. They're just not passing up all. With the The talent we've got there's some good players there and they just don't seem to be
1: able to pass the ball Yeah I mean it's obviously worth mentioning It's been a really disrupted build up and stuff And you know players haven't been playing Roger So we cut them a bit of slack But is it fair to say you can only cut them so much slack When you're up against a team that didn't exist until Sunday?
2: Yeah but listen Steve Clark made the point at the weekend If the shoe had been on the other foot And Scotland had been invited to choose a, a different team Basically pick a, a Ship select if you like you would have thought those guys If they're only going to get one Scotland cap Would have been competitive They would have been in faces They would have been determined to, to take their opportunity So it's no surprise Dad said he was impressed with the cheques For a while last night So was I They took their opportunity To go and enjoy What might be their only international caps They did cause Scotland problems The key Factor, as Daz showed and beat the pundit at 7 o'clock is It's all about the result I I told you there was a split on Twitter I mean, Bob uh, says Tell Roger to get
1: real Stop defending Clark and his players Last night was a disgrace Struggled And lucky to beat a bunch of Fourth choice Czechs Uh, No guarantee that we'll get better As Roger claims I predict three defeats In our next three Hamden games Shocking display Um, But on the other hand Keith says Lads a bit of perspective We won 2-1 The superstars of England uh, Beat Iceland on Saturday Um, And Iceland Struggled to beat Iceland Sorry Iceland had five of their players missing A win in any game is great At international level Come on let's enjoy the result
2: Listen Gordon I've been to places like Moldova With the Scotland team one wonder. We stank the place out Part an army outside the ground Screaming for Bertie Vogts to go I've seen us lose four at home to Sweden In friendlies I've seen all manner of dreadful International performances and results For the Scotland national team Over the course of the last 20 odd years I genuinely don't think last night would even make the top ten of poor performances.
3: You're quite an unlucky charm then. I am, does yeah,
2: yeah. And it all boils down to it, Roger, I'm, I'm, it's maybe down to me. <laughs> yeah, that we haven't made these finals. Um, but, but seriously, it's not even the top ten of top twenty hmm. of poor Scotland performances over the years. We've won the game. We're top of the group. Put a smile on faces and let's regroup ahead of Israel next month.
1: That that is it. We are top of the group. We're unbeaten in the last five, four wins and a draw. I like the positive case I don't mind that As a a note to end on Thank you Stephen And noon, Right test events This weekend Petaudry And Dingwall Is it light at the end Of the tunnel We're starting to see Fans get back Into stadia Hopefully it goes well What do you make Of that news today 01419511025 And we could be Speaking to you next
0: You are the voice Of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Time for the full-time teaser It is a stinker As always on a Tuesday night It needs to be tough Because Roger Hanna uh, Knows his stuff Gordon DL helps him out sometimes Um, It's fulltime at Clyde Clyde1.com. Remember If you want to send your question in Just like John's done tonight Name eight men Who've managed in England At some point since 95 Mm. And they've been Caretaker manager Of a side in Scotland's top flight this is really tough.
3: Care, care, caretaker manager.
1: So eight men who've managed in England at some point, and since ninety five, sorry, so that's that's a bit of a, a, a difference here. Name eight men who've managed in England at some point, and since ninety five have been caretaker of a side in Scotland's top flight. I don't know what you're looking me for. Roger, Roger Hannah's pointing at Gordon Dyell, and Gordon's just not getting it. I know, I know what you're trying to say.
3: Give us a clear.
2: Coca-Cola Cup final. Jim Nicol? Jimmy Nickel. Jimmy
3: Nickel. Yep. He's been
2: Manager of Millwall, caretaker and manager of Rangers.
3: Rangers, right, alright, oh okay. hmm I'm in business
1: here. Right, got you Um Might not even be the only one um, with a Gordon DL connection. Neil Lennon. Uh no, is so he doesn't count if he if he was a caretaker up here but then went on to get the job, for instance, that doesn't count. We're talking about those well, kind of you should have explained sorry, I should that When have, you I asked have, the question well, but 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 We're it, talking well, about these kind of Isolated Random caretaker well, but stints
3: But is Bristol one no?
1: Because I said that There's another one With yeah. a connection to you no?
3: No <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to name oh, like, All of his former teammates
2: here uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh. And wives
3: a, I'll be a long time here We're only
1: on to late Roger <laughs> No? Oh, so, so
2: from 95
1: okay eight men have managed in England at some point. Mm-hmm. So it might be before that. Yeah, yeah like um, Jimmy Nickel before that. But Melbourne. since yeah. 95, have been caretaker of a, right. ma- of a team in Scotland's top flight. Jimmy Nick is the only one you've got so far, Millwall and Rangers. Right, OK, we'll leave it with you between now and the end of the show. Mm. Big news in Scottish football today. We want to know what you make of it. Give us a call right now. Uh, fans will be allowed inside stadia for the first time this season. At the weekend, the Scottish Government's given a green light for... A maximum of 300 home fans To go to Aberdeen Against Kilmarnock And also to Ross County Against Celtic Now the games have been given The go ahead Stringent procedures As you can imagine Clubs will then report back To allow any necessary improvements um, At future tests And then when fans do get The the, the proper green light To come back in um, There were proposed pilots I think at Rangers And St Mirren um, But Glasgow And Renfrewshire And East Renfrewshire And Western Bartonshire And all the rest of it Facing um, extended coronavirus restrictions at the moment So they are not able to take place uh, As things stand Roger, good news Light at the end of the tunnel Heading in the right direction All the usual um, phrases
2: y- Yes, I, have, I think we have to regard it as A step in the right direction um, I'm slightly disappointed That so few people are being allowed in Um, I think it was 700 at the Rugby at Murrayfield a couple of Fridays ago That was deemed a success So I have to say, I thought the minimum number getting in would have been 700 I actually thought they might have expanded it and allowed a few more into the grounds Um, However, we'll go with the 300 Hopefully it will be a success And hopefully the numbers will be allowed to to creep up a little bit There have been a few test events in England To my knowledge, all of them have passed off without any real problem And I think if everybody treats it, you know, sensibly If everyone, you know, treats it the way the rugby fans did that Friday night at Murrayfield Then we can take baby steps forward and get more and more people in Um, Unfortunately, it looks as if we're experiencing a peak Not a peak, but a, a small spike again in general in society in the west of Scotland Hopefully that gets controlled very quickly but I don't see why test events, particularly in Dingwall and Aberdeen this weekend, can't go ahead. Uh, Stuart
1: Kettlewell, Ross County manager, there, one of the teams involved. So we went to ask him uh, what he makes of it.
11: I know that there's going to be a lot of folk will, will miss out and a lot of people wouldn't have the opportunity. Um, but I think just as that small step, it would be it, it would be massive for the game. I really do. I, I can't sing the praises of the football club enough. I think if um, I, I think uh, people probably look at Ross County in the context of the Premier League and see as being a, a small club. When you actually see what a small band of people have done at this football club, they've been absolutely terrific and we haven't missed a beat since the start of this whole process. So, like I say, we we understand that we have a small following of fans, but they're very, very loyal. So, even to get a a small percentage of them in, there'll be a a huge boost to the players um, and to myself. um, And and none more so than just that principle of having people back in watching their team live. The whole Ross County TV thing and the individual clubs having their television stream has been great. It's been really, really good for everyone to get an opportunity to watch the games. Um but as we all know it's slightly different to be there at games and getting back out the house, it's it's a massive it's a massive thing to us all. We all sort of live and breathe football. So um if you can be in that stadium and, and witness it with your own eyes, then it then it makes it a different experience, that's for sure.
1: Stephen and Paisley, what do you make of that news today?
12: Um well my my point was I was gonna make was that uh, I don't see, I can understand Ross County That's great for Ross County But Aberdeen Aberdeen caused a lot of problems within the club themselves uh, Getting games, uh, uh, you know, uh, put back Mm -hmm. And also the city getting shut down again, you know So I don't know why they're getting rewarded with getting fans into
1: the ground If you could throw any light on that
2: It's it's not
1: not seen as a reward, Roger, is Um, it? Um,
2: I think, listen, I think we had to start somewhere So this weekend was going to be the weekend they wanted to start. I think Nicholas Sturgeon had initially said Monday coming was going to be a date, so they brought it forward a couple of days to the twelfth. Um, unfortunately, because of the local lockdown restrictions in the west of Scotland, Ibrox and Saint Mirren Park have been ruled out. I presume Motherwell, perhaps, although there are no such restrictions in Lanarkshire, maybe they felt it was just you know too close to things. I don't that are going think. On. I don't
1: think Motherwell was ever. My understanding is it was never. On the table Yeah the One at for Park Yeah
2: Again I'm going to Livingston Hamilton For Super scoreboard at the weekend I'm not sure whether it had been on the table At some stage or not Did it, Listen We just have to Go with where we are We've taken the decision to let 300 Ross County fans in Plus us And 300 <laughs> Aberdeen fans in Um Hopefully It all goes off Without any issues And The following mm-hmm. weekend It might be expanded By the following weekend Hopefully the local lockdown restrictions and society in the West of Scotland Will be mm. eased somewhat And we might see supporters back in grounds in the West of Scotland
1: Stephen, I think you speak on behalf of a lot of fans I'm looking at our Twitter feed And lots are saying "Oh, well, hold on a minute it's, You know, bolly golly volleyball and golly broke rules Aberdeen players break the rules And, and, and they're being rewarded This is a disgrace But it, it's not really a reward, is it Stephen? It's, ju- it's just a test It's an experiment It's, it's 300 fans inside a, a, a ground to, to see if it can be done safely or not I'm, I'm not really sure how the team... Gets any reward from that? Do they?
12: Right. Well, uh, the, the the whole point I was trying to make, like you said with the Twitter, I just think they're uh, punishing Aberdeen in one hand and then just putting a you know a, a wee white double in the next hand and then letting fans in. Yeah, I don't get. It, I just really don't get it. I, I seriously don't get this. You know, the the fans that they are desperate to get back to the games and yet the clubs, one of the or two, of the clubs that involved breaking the rules are getting fans. Mm-hmm. Albeit it's the uh, the Celtic game, it's Ross County fans that are getting in. There's fans getting in to watch the game, but it's just that's my point I was trying to make, I right, just, yeah, just thought it was quite unfair to other clubs. I know the rent with my team that's kinda that's uh, kicked off again with the corona. So I just felt no, nah, I see that's 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 a bit kinda I don't like that, you know, Aberdeen getting the, the fans into the ground after breaking on the route and seven or eight players involved in this. Uh, you know, the so
2: the, 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 str- no the, stra- sorry, the strange thing Is actually I would imagine Both Ross County and Aberdeen Might well lose money On, mm. on this the weekend Because There will be mm-hmm. That's but, what I mean So it's, it's not It's not a reward yeah, it's, not I, I, this, it's not this I, I huge benefit think, I, I think Perhaps at the time When these test events Were mentioned And we spoke about crowds in, you know Into four figures Rather than just 300 people it's 300 people it, it could have been Potentially lucrative For the clubs This won't be There's Stewarding implications There are policing implications There are all manner of implications to get these, these people. And actually, when I was at Ross County the other week for the Dundee United game, Roy McGregor's staff had already started preparing the Global Energy Stadium. For one of these test events You know, you guys will see at the weekend There's stickers on the seats You're only allowed to sit in certain seats There needs to be social distancing You can't get through the turnstiles You need to open the gates Um, The pie stall, unfortunately for you dads, Won't be open at the weekend Things like that There are all manner of restrictions being put in place They're taking it very seriously I'm sure the 300 county fans The 300 Aberdeen fans Will take it just as seriously And this can be the first step Towards getting more people back into games,
1: lots of people feel the same way Stephen does, Gordon. But I, I think, and I'm, I'm kind of second guessing here and trying to imagine what the authorities would say, whether it's the, the Scottish football authorities or, or the Scottish government who're clearly involved. They they clearly aren't making any link between the Aberdeen A and and the test no. event or Ballingallian and the test event. That that seems to be something that. The it, fans are doing
3: It's simple Gordon You're never going to Please everyone There's always going to be A problem here When we started But the positive We'll take that As a fact that At least we're getting Some fans in Roger's right 300 fans in At Ross County By the time you Staff that and everything It's probably got to cost The club's money So it's not a case Of rewarding them It's a, it's a start to, to you know Have a look at To see if we can then Progress that And hopefully build on it so, yeah, as much as every supporter, of course, they're starved of their football, they want to get back to their football, they want to go and support their team, it's small steps and we've got to be careful, going.
1: Let's bring in Ian and Alva and get his take on it. Hi, Ian.
13: Hi, guys. Um, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a good thing if they do it in increments, you know, just up and up and up and up, building blocks just slowly. Mm-hmm. But... If they get to a point where the, it's getting closer and closer to get more, uh, the the distancing in the in the, in the stadiums is going to get closer and closer and closer. I don't think they'll be anywhere near half full by the time, unless until they get uh, the vaccination for COVID nineteen. And can I say something else? Of course you can. You were talking about Millwall and Rangers. Mm-hmm. There's a connection. There's a connection between the, the two teams that you all may not know. If, the clue is, if you get this, you'll be jammy. That's the clue. There is a connection between Rangers and Millwall.
3: If you get this, you'll be jammy. back to
13: the point, eh? Yeah. yeah, but getting back to the point, unless it's very slow building blocks, and as they get bigger, more and more and more, and um, where does the point mm-hmm. stop when they start getting the explosion of of uh, of COVID nineteen from it?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, gr- granted, Roger, it goes without saying we don't. We hope that that that's not the case. Yeah. I- Ian's right because those are legitimate concerns, but unfortunately, that just mirrors. Life at the moment, everything is, is having to be built up incrementally and everything's had having to be done with, with certain procedures Absolutely. in place. If you
2: if you look at you know if you look at the lockdown, lockdown was eased. Now in certain areas um it's slightly you know, A lot of the restrictions are back in place. You might find that in football this weekend it's three hundred, the next weekend it's five hundred, it gets up to a thousand, they might get up to two thousand, five thousand And then it might have to come back again There are no certainties anymore In life, in society, in football Gordon So we just have to see how it goes Let's go with the 300 this weekend Um, Hopefully it will go fine And hopefully we'll be able to edge it up and up And up. i tend to agree with Ian I think there will need to be a vaccine Before you see grounds half full Maybe even a quarter full um, Because of the problems of social distancing etc But this is a positive step Albeit a baby step for now
1: And I think Ross County Roger They're going to ballot season ticket holders Who've signed up to the Staggies Army That was something that was set up during lockdown um, to, to, to you know, to find who gets in I hope some club comes up with an absolute mad idea How to pick that That's the next crazy step that well, Scottish the, football the, the, needs
2: There's certainly not going to be an idea That's going to be acceptable and agreeable to all um, Imagine you have 300 people Allowed into An Old Firm fixture How on earth do you decide Who among your season ticket base Gets a ticket among those 300? How on
1: earth do we decide Who gets through on the phones That night And for the next month
2: Yeah Absolutely Because You know th- This is going to be An enormous issue If you're a season ticket holder For Celtic or Rangers And You get a ticket For your team at home To And no disrespect to them At home to Ross County Or St Johnson And your pal next year Gets a home ticket For the Old Firm game You are going to feel Somewhat aggrieved I would imagine so Thank
1: you to Ian In Alva 01419511025 Right this question Eight men They've managed in England At some point And since 95 Have been caretaker Of a manager In Scotland's top flight Now Grant Mackay Has tweeted me One of the names Is correct He's got I'll give you the ones He's got wrong Just to help you Because it's yeah. tough He's gone murty and Stuart McCall, both wrong. I ah, tried that. Um, there's, a, there's a fairly obvious one, there's, did I say it? I'm, I'm Gordon ugly. To...
3: Oh, no, Roger, that was mine. Oh, sorry, that's I've I've also went, did Mark McGee be a. Mark McGee. No. What
2: about Graham Rex at heart? No. Oh, great shoot. No. What about Owen
1: Coyle? No. No. Have we got the one with the. Gordon DL connection yet No
2: I was hoping Gordon DL might get <laughs> well, Yeah you would be forgiven For thinking mm-hmm. That might happen
3: That must be I don't know You sure it's my connection?
2: Yes From Wraith Rovers?
3: No No um, From Air United? No Oh Where else have I been? It's not Pep
1: Pep just misses out On some of the criteria Um
2: Rangers? No. Here, who, who, who did you have a Glen Afton? No,
3: it's nobody. Who else have I played? Ma- Man City. Really? Mm-hmm. A Man City was a. No, Mick McCarthy. Big Billy. Really? Billy McNeil. Wait, wait, hold it. Who was he caretaker manager? Hibbs.
13: No, oh, I remember I've been
2: director of football I don't remember I'm
1: team caretaker According to John Here we go You've got Dalgleish, McNeil and Nicol Three down A few to get We'll get them next
0: 0141 951 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon D'Ell Are here on the subject of test events Another season Another treble says I've tweeted you for weeks now Smaller clubs with very small fan bases Being the ideal test events For starting to get fans back into games St Mirren, St Johnson, Ross County, Hamilton Uh, Let's face it They don't ever sell out uh, Do they? Um, I'm not sure that even that's Necessarily part of the Predicament Roger We're talking 300 fans So it's It's such a small Small number We're starting
2: with Baby steps Yeah very much so um, I, I, Listen I, I said to you before I thought it would be A minimum of 700 Just because that was The figure that was used At Murrayfield For the, the Glasgow Edinburgh Game a couple of weeks ago Um, I'm not sure How they've come round To this figure um, But let's go with it Let's try and be positive Gordon Let's hope Two test events Or successes Deemed successes By the government By the SPFL By the Joint Response Group At Hamden And in the following week We might get 500 We might get up to 700 We might eventually Get to a 1000 And it all helps Get people back in The football's not been As good without the fans I think we're all agreed On that There have been some well, Dull games Particularly some of the Televised games We've seen in the Scottish Premier League so Scottish Premiership So far this season So Hopefully Getting a few back might help the spectacle
1: Yeah, William Donaghy says Don't understand why we need these test events Especially since the rugby already had one We only have six games per weekend So surely strict rules in place uh, is all we need Um, But given the way things have been There's just no chance, Roger We were going to dive in and and, uh, do it without a series of test events No, and
2: particularly not the way the lockdown regulations are going in the country Particularly in the west of the country at the minute Um, There's more tightening Yesterday, up here, there's more tightening of regulations in areas of Lancashire down south today. Um, so, let's just take the test event for what it is. 300 people at Dingwall Dazzle will be there on Saturday. They'll be able to report what it feels like. Um, I think, but you know, you were saying to me earlier on, all fair, Alison's going to do a lot of the, the pre match stuff. Gordon's going to get around and interview a lot of the 300 fans just to see what their experience of it is like. Oh, I forgot to tell him that look at his face. Oh, oh. Uh, sorry it does. I'll be and, fine with that. Uh, 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 can you OB, mention
3: one more time that I'm going to Dingwall?
2: Between now and Saturday, oh yes. Yeah, yes exactly. I can. Yes. Yes. And can I just say to you, keep your phone off on Saturday morning?
3: <laughs> oh
2: yeah, revenge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because the thing is it's part of the job and you should be privileged because loads of people would love to get into football grounds and you what? guys can, but everyone else just takes their turn at going up to Dingwall on the chin. But as people would expect, you sometimes have a,
3: a wee moan about it. I don't like travelling Gordon Outside Lanningshire I'm trying to get you a flight if you want I'm I'm more of a home person If I've got to be honest But I'll I'll, I'll take it I was going to say in the nose But I'll take it in the chin Don't Uh, take it in the nose No exactly And uh, I'm really looking forward I'm looking forward to just getting back to football again Watching the football I've enjoyed my time out I've enjoyed my time in the studio I like mixing it up But there's nothing to beat a good game And uh, I think Ross County Celtic on you go. Good chance Get for you. home by Sunday morning for a golf. Get some stormy on the on stormy in the car. Stormy on, away we go. Yeah, of stories about the kids. Uh, right, let's
1: bring in Ian in press Hi Ian.
10: Good evening, guys. Hi, Ian. Uh, guys, I'm a Kelly fan, and it's probably fair to say I'm a still Clark disciple And I've been on your show a few times uh, over the last two or three years. And I think wasn't the show tonight, I'd like to sort of agree with Roger that, uh, you know, we're beating ourselves up a wee bit. This last game wasn't in the last 20. Mm -hmm. I've seen some really grim Scott performance over the years and we've all shared that. But I think we should look at the positives. You know, Stevie Clark, right? Five games in a row and beat. When was the last time a Scotland manager was on a run like that. Stevie. Sometimes. And I've watched this with Kelly. He wins ugly. He sets up a counter attacking strategy. So you're never going to get a lot of goals. Out of a Stevie team. Another plus. the Dykes. That's a great sign for Scotland. Because I think the Dykes. You know. Stevie Clark will build something around him. He sees a lot in that guy and I'm sure that uh, he will be a huge success for us because one thing I, I know from watching Kelly that the, the team he took over from Lee McCullough and Lee McCullough signed a few good players being you know Stevie Clark made them better players and I think that given the chance and given the time to work with these players that he'll he'll find the right balance he'll make these players better he'll develop a system And he'll take Scott back to some kind of success level where we do start to qualify for the major finals.
1: That's a good point, Ian, because Chris Burke was in this very studio on Friday night and he was understandably fulsome in his praise for Stevie Clark. And he talked about how he... That was one of the things that he says jumped out for him. He would improve everyone. Young players, old players. Doesn't matter, Gordon. He's great at improving players. However... This is international football. You don't improve players. You no, can't. You don't have the time. You don't have the time. You get mm-hmm. them out. You get them a week at a time. I'm stating the obvious here, but it's very, it's very different from club football, and it's a different skill set and it's a different challenge. So, being able to have that part of his management stripped away means that it's other parts of the, of the management that have to come through to the fore.
3: Yeah, I'll need to find something different. Um, Ian makes a very good case for Stevie Clark. He's a very good coach. Um, You heard it, as you said, from Chris Burke Who's worked under him, knows him uh, Knows the way he goes about his business But you're right, Gordon, it's not a case of Day-to-day working, going back in the afternoon Working in different tactics, whatever I think Stevie Clark's had a hard shift Especially with, you know, the gap that we've had between games I think he's looked at the system Friday and Monday I'll be very surprised if Stevie Clark's not learnt a lot from that Will he stick with that three at the back? I don't think he will. I think he'll go back to his favoured four. Ian talks about his style because he watched him more than we have about the counter attack football. He'll try and get that put over to his players. It takes time, Gordon. When this job come up, Stevie Clark was on, you know, the lips of everybody. Everybody phoned in here said that Stevie Clark's a man for a job we backed him, I think we've still got Hmm. to back
1: him. Ian, having watched him at Kilmarnock, he tended to favour that four-man defence. He made Kilmarnock incredibly hard to beat. Are you seeing signs of that yet with Scotland? Would you expect him to go back to a four-man defence? He'll go back to
10: a four-man defence. No question about that. that, that, That's what he knows. It's what he believes in. He was a, a great full-back himself. He likes full-backs who win games for him. It's just that he doesn't have... Doing a right back at the moment, and I think he's going to have to make a call on the, the whole sort of TME situation at left back. Pick one, play them in possession, and you know, believe in what you're good at. He's going to have to make a couple of big calls that he's not had to make at Kelly, and I think I would encourage him to make these calls and have belief and keep the faith. And, and and his own ability to actually deliver results because you know what you'll get there you'll get there mm-hmm. and, and I think that uh, in terms of the quality you're, you're, as an international manager yeah you're not going to make players better in the same way you can at quad football but what you can do is you can mould them into the shape that you want to play and I think he needs the time to develop that because he's not actually had them together long enough in anyone. Situation, particularly because of COVID, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, yeah, I get that. You get some damn good players at your disposal, and I think you'll mould them into the right mm-hmm. team. And I think in a year's time, we'll be we'll be glad we've got them.
1: Well, I certainly hope Ian's right, Roger. This again, we'll, we'll finish the show as we started it. Ian says, left backs, Robertson, Tierney, pick one, pick one, play him at left back, and and play a back four, and, and just pick one. So if that if that means Leaving one of them out though That that just leads us to the other Who are the centre-backs? Who are the nailed-on guys that you think Yes, those two are good enough To play central defence for Scotland This I'm trying to word this in a way that's not unfair On the guys that I mentioned Because that's not, that's not the point I'm trying to make But you can still see why Stevie Clark Or any other manager would think Okay, well I could play Scott McKenna And Declan Gallagher But are you, when you play Scott McKenna and Declan Gallagher No disrespect to them And the level that they're playing at And then you've got someone like Kieran Tierney on the bench You can see why that's not an easy decision to make
2: Of course And listen, you're saying pick one He has picked one He's picked Andy Robertson Andy Robertson is his captain Andy Robertson will not be dropped If he's fit, he starts So the question is then Do you pick Kieran Tierney? And if so, where? Personally, I'd pick him at left centre back In a flat back four We can only look ahead to the Israel game Alongside Alongside It's a moot point you make Both McKenna and Cooper are predominantly left-sided We've seen it's not a role McTominay's ready for just now Declan Gallagher didn't get picked in the last two games Because of domestic form with Motherwell at the start of the season He hasn't been the same as he was last season John Souter's injured Grant Hanley is injured So that is a real problem area for Scotland where, Where are we just now? I think probably Cooper might be the best qualified Slightly ahead of McKenna It does create an imbalance But there you are
1: Okay, thank you very much, Ian and Presswick. I'd like to finish on a good positive note. Uh, after a lot of criticism, you've got major work to do on the teaser. Eight men have managed in England at some point and since '95 have been caretaker up here. Kenny Delgleesh, Billy McNeil, Jimmy Nicol. I
3: pull one out the hat, Gordon.
1: Hurry up then. Stephen Presley yep. at Hearts. Coventry Fleetwood and Carlisle and Hearts.
3: Gary Cogwell? Like nope.
2: Tommy Craig? No. Has his old strike Simon Steenrod
1: Nope I'll give you some clues Because we're really Mm -hmm. running out of time You mentioned to me Terry Butcher During the break Is wrong Mm -hmm. But who was his Morris Mahalpa There we go Don't even need to finish the clue When Roger's about Swindon And he was the Dundee United Right um, uh, Right You would associate this guy Not with Dundee United But with Dundee He was the Hibbs caretaker In 96 And he managed No And he managed Notts County
2: Oh my goodness!
1: do yeah. you call the wee guy that rides horses in the race, Jockey, oh, Jockey Scott? Jockey Scott. Oh there yeah. you uh, Right, the Gretna manager in two thousand and eight, Alexander caretaker, caretaker. Oh, Dave Dines. No, and he managed Carlisle, Scarborough, Oldham, Huddersfield, many oh, others. Ah, Holdsworth. Sort of. Mikey got this on Twitter. Other uh, Mikey. Somebody Holdsworth. It's something worth.
3: Worth any worth.
1: Wadsworth. Wadsworth Mike, oh, Nick. Mike Wadsworth. Nick Wadsworth And the last one Aberdeen caretaker 97 And managed Spurs way back In the 70s and 80s Keith Birkinshaw Keith Birkinshaw wow. Thank you very much Gordon DL And Roger Hanna Back tomorrow Wednesday night Mark Guiri and Jim Duffy And in the meantime Stay right there Callum Gallagher is up next